0: Listeners, this is the Spotlight on Grace Podcast, where we're focusing on what's happening at Grace Church and how God's grace is making a difference in our lives. I'm your host, Burt Bolton, and Pastor Tanya's hosting again.
1: Hello, everybody. Good to see you today, Burt. And what series are we in? We are in the middle of Grace at Work. That's right. Which I'm excited to be talking with all these folks about their work and how God uses them there and how they share their faith. And it, we really just trick people into telling some part of their testimony without using the word testimony. <laughs> it is
0: true. It is true. <laughs> so it works. Yeah, it's good. And today we have Josh Webb here with us. Hi, Josh. Can you say hi, Josh? Hello. Hey. Um, so Josh is really awesome. I'm going to have him tell us about his family, but I was telling him before we got to recording that I love watching his kids because they like are siblings that truly love each other. Mm-hmm. Like... They hold hands, they hug, and I'm like, how does that happen? I need a training session. On getting your kids to <laughs> well, love each like, other. And
2: I said, <laughs> you don't see them all the time.
0: <laughs> it's true. It's true. But even the little time that other people see my children, I guarantee you they're not doing that. <laughs> well, they're older, too. Yeah. It is true. Let's give and the two-year gap is
2: perfect. Like They yeah. are yeah. just buddies.
0: Yeah. So, Josh, introduce your family to us. Tell us a little bit about them so our listeners can kind of meet you guys.
2: So, I am Josh. And my wife is Jennifer. You know her. And I have Sam and Emma, five and three years old. Um, and they're awesome. Yeah. They're the best.
0: And what do you do outside of your actual pain job? You said you you, ha- you load your plate up I, a lot. So I tell us a, some of the things you do. I am a
2: perpetual plate loader. I can't say no to myself for things that I, that look fun. So yeah, I've always thought variety is a spice of life. Yeah. So if I see something and I think I can do it, I just dive off in it. Yeah. So garden, I have a... Stupid sized garden, um, more than we can eat. So uh, if you come over, I'm I'm that guy. I'm like, here, take some potatoes. Here, have uh-huh. some carrots. Uh-huh. Anybody, At, you can ask Derek. He came over, and I'm like, here, take, take, take. Um, and I, so I do that, and I have some cows, which I'm about to get out of that nonsense. And then, um, um I'm working on my doctorate. So I started that. That was one of those things where Facebook sent me an ad, and I was like, hmm, nah, I'm <laughs> not going to do that. And then they kept sending me the ad, and I'm like, I wonder how much it costs. And then, so they had a military discount. That's another thing. I'm in the National Guard. so Yeah,
0: you actually get paid for that piece correct. of it. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: So, yeah, definitely not a hobby. Anyway, so so I started working on my doctorate, and I'm like maybe a quarter of the way through that.
1: Good. Yeah. yeah. Cuz
0: what is your profession that we're in here talking I about today? I am
2: in the education business. Yeah. In the business of education
0: and administration. Correct. Cuz Josh is a vice principal at Summertown High School. High school. Yeah. Correct.
1: Good deal. Yeah. So yeah, do you feel like the hobbies kind of come and go like you're not too committed to it necessarily like the,
2: So I'm committed to core the core foundation of, like, agriculture. My bachelor's degree is in agriculture. So it's always uh, usually around that. Oh, another hobby. It's not always around that. <laughs> so um, I do Brazilian jiu-jitsu in Spring Hill, and it's a super awesome group of people. I was telling you about Taekwondo earlier with Jim and, and whatnot. So I found that, and I've been doing that for about four years, okay. and I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but otherwise, my hobbies um, are basically violence and
1: gardening. That's what I he is preparing <laughs> he for is. whatever may come. Viol- yeah, violence exactly. and, gar- and
2: gardening, but no, that's so. Those are just things I do for fun, and I, I don't know, they just, I get a lot out of it, a lot of yeah. satisfaction, and I want my kids to be exposed to those things. Yeah, that's important.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, how me. long though have you been a principal?
2: I'm going into year three.
0: Okay, and what did you do before that?
2: I was a teacher, so I taught ag, um, for. Like six years. And then I had just kind of wanted a break from all the FFA and extracurricular sure. activities. So I start, went to Summertown to teach science. And I kind of got there. The principal at the time was like, hey, you're endorsed in science and ag. So if we ever start an ag program, we'll have you in our back pocket, which was a good move on his part. Very smart. Um, just strategically, that was, it was a good move. So I taught science for maybe five years. And then I did start an AG program there, and then the assistant principal job came up, and uh, ended up getting that. Yeah. So that's yeah. how I got into admin. I got my master's somewhere in the middle of all that. Probably got an ad from a just, Facebook yeah, ad. Probably got an ad, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I could do that in my spare time, and so I did that. And I just so I just kind of had that in my pocket. I had yeah. the license for it. So
0: cool, good stuff. Did you know that you always wanted to be an educator? Is that something you always thought you would want to do?
2: No. Um, I went to Lewis County, and I did ag there, and I really enjoyed it. And then I went to the Air Force. Again, this was just one of those things where I can tell you where I was at. I was in the pool. I was a lifeguard. And my buddy was like, I think I'm going to the Air Force. like, ah, have fun with that. And my dad was military. And so one day it just dawned on me while we were at the pool. I was like, I think I'm going to do that too. (laughs) And I just went. I just went, and so in that process, I was an aircraft mechanic, and I'm I'm out there working in in the heat and doing all that. It's super loud, and I was like, I couldn't get the assignment I wanted. I couldn't move where and live in the southeast, and I was basically kind of pigeonholed into the West Coast. And I was like, oh, I think I need to go to college if I want to live where I want to live. Mm-hmm. So I got out and teach ag was natural for me based on how I grew up and taking ag in high school. Sure. So that's that's kind of what got yeah. me in that direction.
0: Can you explain for our listeners the difference as far as what like an administrator, a principal, vice principal does in the public school system versus what a teacher does? Because I don't know that everyone clearly understands what your job role is. Okay, so a teacher is a,
2: is a subject matter expert. And so I'm just talking high school elementary. Mm -hmm. They are, but it's just a little different. They're kind of a uh, generalist. Yeah. 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 And they, you know, so in the high school level, middle and high, it becomes a subject subject matter expert. So you have an English language arts teacher and that's what they're, that's what they went to college to do. Yeah. So a teacher teaches that subject all day long and they aim towards a set of standards that the state provides and, hopefully move those kids grow those kids the state says little johnny based on your test data from x amount of years we project that in 7th grade english you will score this mm-hmm. and so a teacher's goal is to move that child beyond that projection it's kind of yeah that's like the that's okay. the idea so and an administrator and kind of how i view the role that i'm in um, and maybe other people view it differently i fi- i feel like i'm a support for those people because teachers are boots on the ground doing the actual work Mm -hmm. they're the ones that are doing what school is there for Um, I try to make that easier for them if they have a computer issue if they have a discipline issue with a student or if they have uh, logistical things or curriculum or anything that my view of my role is anything I can do to take some load off of their plate that's what I try to do. Okay. I'll just roam around, <laughs> roam around and look for problems.
0: <laughs> and solutions. Correct. <laughs> Sometimes the problems probably come quicker than the yeah. solutions. But mm-hmm. um, do you feel like God has uniquely put you in your place that of employment that you're currently in? For sure. Um,
2: well, I would like to think so. Um, I didn't, you know, there's not been a point where I'm like, man, being an administrator would be the best and that's what I want to do but somewhere you know through a series of circumstances I ended up there and so I I do think that and I think that um of course maybe I'm I guess I'm partial to what I think but I think that um it's good to have people in there that view themselves as supporters Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like it's not so much like the boss or yeah I don't feel that way at all now obviously there are times where I have to make decisions but I view it as when I go to work, it's to facilitate that education process taking place. So Yeah. And 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 in the building I'm in, I look around, I'm like, you are all far better teachers than me. So it's probably good that I'm here doing this. <laughs> <laughs> You're all way better at this than I am.
0: So Josh, how do you feel like God has uniquely equipped you as far as your personality, your skill set for what you do?
2: Um, we talk about this a lot at work. We there's three administrators, and we all have different personalities. We have like the authority guy, and we have the uh, spreadsheet lady that is just all about spreadsheets. Mm-hmm. And then I am just more of a interactor with people. Mm-hmm. I'm just more. Um, I think I'm I'm cool headed by nature. I don't have a hot temper. It takes a lot. It takes a whole lot to set me off Mm -hmm. and get me to really go. So I think that that is probably a good thing. And I'm, I don't know, just my dad was always the kind of person that he treated you well, no matter what kind of day he was having. And Mm -hmm. so that's, that's my like life mission is to come across that way to my kids. Number one, but everybody like if he's having a garbage day, He's not going to snap at you. You can approach him. Yeah, and I think that that's that's a good thing to have in schools. Yeah, I mean there are other there are other good skill sets you can bring to the table, but I bring that one. Yeah, and I think it's good.
1: Yeah, it's so, so important because you never know what um, a child or a teacher um, has been through or experienced coming into school that day, um, and so that I'm sure that's a great gift to those students and the staff there and the faculty there knowing. Mr. Webb's going to be our steady, constant that we can count on. He's going to be kind, and you know, and I'm i going to know what to expect from him whenever I get there. And if I just need a steady place to land, I can have a conversation with him. Yeah,
2: I usually don't panic. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I guess unless someone does. comes
0: in your office and cries, right?
2: Um, no, I don't panic. I say <laughs> <laughs> we have the. We, most, I know this from Sunday school class. <laughs> we have the most fantastic guidance counselors. Two of them. Um, one in particular is, is very much a counselor. Mm -hmm. And so if you start crying in my office, I'm like, Miss Martha,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I (laughs) got a crier.
2: Hold that thought. Just one second. I don't have any Kleenexes. Um, let me get Miss Martha. I love it. So she's great. And yeah.
0: Uh, I love that y'all all all work as a team and use your gifts and abilities to help each other where
2: the others might. That's I've learned that from this process that you can't, like you have to have a team. And at Summertown, we have, and this is not, I'm not promoting Summertown, obviously it's public school, but we have the best, I mean, counselor, we have counselors, we have the best um, office staff, we have the best teachers, my goodness, we have, I have been at places where you don't see the productivity that you see at Summertown. You go up and down those hallways and those people are teaching. I mean, they are, and it's interesting to me, it was very interesting when I first started Because you go down the hall and you're like, man, these guys are all getting it. Everybody, all these doors are closed and these people are going after it. So, again, they are all much better teachers than I am. So, I am fortunate and blessed to work there. There was a guy that was a principal, of my principal for a while, that used to say something, and you made me think of this. Um, So, I'm going to paraphrase it to our building. There are 700 people in this building. So, on every given day, somebody's having the best day of their life and somebody's having the worst day of their life. And so... You just yeah. don't know who you're dealing with mm-hmm. at any time. Yeah, yeah. You don't know it's what true. kind of situation you're in.
0: Yeah, and that's a good way to look at it at every place of employment, mm-hmm. really, not yeah. just in the all school of life, system, everywhere Shopping. you go. Yes, on the street. Yes, yes, exactly. So, Josh, do you see any um, challenges to being a believer, being a believer where you work?
2: Um, I think you know there are certainly in public edu- education some constraints to how you present your verbally and, and which i understand i understand that we're in a public position and we're in a position of authority especially perceived authority to a kid mm-hmm. and so there are some constraints on how you can share but no i don't i don't feel that way i think that that your your light shines in the way that you live like mm-hmm. you you have to be an attractive person to draw people towards christ that makes sense attractive in the way of in the sense of like there's something about that guy there's something about her you know what i mean Like, because nobody's ever going to want to follow christ (laughs) if they don't want to be anything like you (laughs) right it's very true yeah it's
1: very true and if they ask questions you can answer them right yeah so i mean yeah you can answer them. there's a lot of freedom in that if you live in such a way that yeah. Uh, provokes questions, and yeah. you know, Mister mm-hmm. Mister Webb, how can you always be having a good day? Cha-ching! You know, yeah. you ask the you question. Can't, you
2: can't proselytize. <laughs>
1: right that a word. Yeah.
2: You can't. You can't just go out and 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 I understand that, and I think that the way that America is constructed, that's probably the right way to do it. But that doesn't mean you can't uh, be a person that has qualities that people would like to emulate or find more out about yeah. while you're that way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, So what are some of the benefits and blessings from being a believer in your line of work? What do you feel like are some of the personal blessings you get out of it?
2: Personal blessings from being a believer in public education. Mm -hmm. I don't know. (laughs) That's an interesting question. Would you want to do your job without
1: being a believer?
2: No, I wouldn't want to do anything without being a believer because there are so many hopeless situations that you look into especially as an administrator because like when things get kind of kind of rough obviously you're there for all of the rough stuff and just looking in and um, there's there's hope when you're a believer that those things can can change yeah so that's definitely a plus it would be pretty dark if I just went in and viewed this is all the way it is this is what it is and these people don't have hope.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That would be pretty dark.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: for sure. Yep. Um so, how has your job grown you as a believer? Stretched you. Made you uncomfortable.
2: <laughs> it's made me uncomfortable in the just the volume of conflict that I deal with. So, has that grown me as a believer? I don't know. I don't know. Do you find yourself praying for situations or? Um, So, all right. Yeah, here's a good one. So the guidance counselor that I talked about, she is, um, she's awesome. And there was a situation going down that was somewhat legal and somewhat just, just a hairy situation that you would prefer not to have happen. Mm -hmm. She comes in the office one day and she just closes the door and she just starts praying. I mean, she's just going to town. And that was a, that was a moment where I was like, hmm, you know, you're right. And I do need to apply my faith in that way. Mm-hmm. Like, because the way she prayed was, Lord, I know that you know how this situation needs to unfold and I'm asking you to do that. I'm asking you to intervene in the way that, you know, because we just don't know. Yeah, And so that was um, something, that was a moment for me where I was like, man. Interesting, that's a good way to look at it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So I so since that time, yes, I have mm-hmm. I've kind of gotten to that point. Like, oh Lord, okay. So this is Harry. I'm trying to do the right thing here. Don't know 100 percent what that is. Yeah. I need a little help.
1: Yeah, I think so. it's easy when you're a naturally um, calm, cool, collected personality. When you're naturally resourceful, to just think, I've got this. I can do this. But I know, like you, I mean, you've referenced there are so many situations that. I mean you can't you can't meet every physical need that you see in your school you can't meet every spiritual need you know so like there comes that point where it's like I'm even at the end of my resources of of what I can do personally or who I can refer you to and so it it becomes like all right god you know how are you going to fix this or the scripture speak you know i would think you would read scripture in a certain way that kind of oh that can that kind apply to that kid and i can't may not be able to say this verse to that student but i can pray um, it over but him. i can pray it for them exactly mm-hmm. so i think that's powerful yeah
0: and I think it's a relief probably to be able to hand it off to God like you talked about no hope because yeah. there are things you can not do well, and, and you there just are have sit- to let it go. Yeah.
2: there are situations that follow you home. yeah, um, they just have either legal or pers- you know interpersonal um, stakes or ramifications. and you know everything at a school doesn't resolve at three five no like, for sure. so you' go home and you're like, all right. So I've, I've made this person upset or this person's upset about this situation or this parent doesn't view the way that I handled a situation in accordance with board policy as the right way to handle it. And those, you know, so you have to think about that from 305 until 750 the next, mm-hmm. the next time you go in and you still have to function. So, yes, being able to turn those things over is a huge relief. Mm-hmm. Does, am I always super good at that? No. I'm not always good at that, but there, yeah, for sure. There are times when I'm like, okay, Lord, I don't know what to do.
1: Jesus, yeah. take the wheel.
0: Yeah, and because now you got to go I,
1: home and be dad and husband and oh all gosh, the other things, yeah, and, and that's difficult. not the only situation happening at school. Like right. whatever yeah. that most pressing one is, not the only thing you're dealing yes. with at school. Yeah. Most yeah, you of still the time. have responsibilities,
2: yeah. so you just have to. Those weights get real heavy, mm-hmm. and so sometimes you just have to give it up. Yes, yeah, but that's. All of our life, mm-hmm. everybody's life, no yeah. matter what you work in. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, It's true. Amen. Yep. So, Tanya, you want to ask the question we're asking not everybody that yeah. comes in for yeah. grace at work?
1: So, I would just love to know, Josh, I was uh, from something I listened to earlier this year. Um, I'd love to find ways for the church to encourage and equip all of our laity um, in your work. So, what would you say that, that is something that the church could do to encourage you, equip you, um, and speaking for all jobs, not just vice principals, assistant principals, to be more prepared to think about how to go and share your faith at work or um, to to work to pray more through situations or whatever those things are? Like, is there anything that you can think of that the church can work on to prepare people to show God's love in their workplace? This would be a question, you know, the discipleship pastor wants to know the yeah. answer to. I need to know.
2: <laughs> what can we do? The church does so much already. Mm. And it provides so much already. You know, I, I I probably don't say it very much, but very, very often um, we go home and when we pray on a Sunday night, it's like oh, we pray with the kids and thank you for church. And, you know, there are – what I'm saying is you're already doing it. Like <laughs> there are so many people that sacrifice their time, and it's not like they're not busy, to sit with my kids and teach them about Jesus at the most – impressionable age and the most important time in the world to do that yeah and there are people who prepare communion and greet you at the door and make the most important part of church which is coffee you know like <laughs> the, you,
1: jim bolton and bj bolton right. and yeah. others you
2: know, he brought me a cup of coffee during church one day i love it yeah. so um
1: Cause it was out when he got it, And I texted
2: him a hate, me- hateful message. I, was, I don't know what I said, but anyway,
0: it wasn't hateful. It was just a jab. You were just picking. So we
2: always are looking for someone. We're playing tennis. I'm fixing to volley back to you. Okay. You asked for an answer, but I'm just going to volley. Sure. Um, the church is already doing so much just being here, just reaching out. You know, I've had several deaths in the family since I've been here. Always see people always get a card. Um, there's, you get a card in the mail, which I don't think we RSVP'd, and it may have already happened, I don't know, but it was a barbecue mm-hmm. at the pastor's house. Those are very organized, intentional things that are going on. Sunday school happens. Our small group happens. Church itself happens. We send water to a tornado. Like, there's so much going on here, and I think that um, I don't have any input on that. You guys are doing a ton, and it's amazing. It's it's. Awesome to be here, and I mean that—that that is not lip service. This is a good place. Yeah,
0: thank well, you. thank you.
1: It means a lot. Yeah, it yeah. does.
0: So, you were talking about nightly prayers, and this reminded me of a Facebook post that your <laughs> wife just it. posted. It's great. And did you have you seen it? Or you posted it? Who posted, posted it? Yeah. You posted yeah. it. That at nightly prayers Sam asked what wisdom was, <laughs> and so and the other child, the second child, it's always the second child. It's <laughs> flipped over backwards, isn't his concerned. Yes, you yes. know,
2: she is a mess, man. Yeah.
0: Okay, so what was the answer to Sam's question? What is wisdom? I just um, thought that so would be a fun. Answer.
2: Typically, I take those questions, um, and I think that's, I don't know, that's my role. But I was kind of stunned. I was like, "Well, it's," um, because Sam doesn't just accept any old answer. Like he wants to know, mm-hmm. and, and he's
1: still a concrete thinker for sure. <laughs> so I mean, he's <laughs> he in the moved age into to abstract yet. Yeah, exactly. Yes,
0: mm-hmm. but
2: he is. Um, See, so you guys are almost educators already.
1: <laughs> well.
2: <laughs> um, Anywho, so it was something to the effect of when you have to make choices and you don't know which one to make, um, we're asking God to help us to know how to make the right choice. Mm -hmm. So he accepted it, which if he accepts it,
1: you've— half the them. battle he yeah. will
2: let you know if he doesn't <laughs>
0: yeah he'll come back and, around. and even though emma doesn't look concerned and she slipped upside down on the beanbag um she's still listening <laughs> she's, she's listening she, and she so takes everything in. in she is those second kids really do more yes. well, than and, you realize so
2: she has figured out this is how you put off bedtime she wants to pray now too so she prays thank you lord for this day thank you for jesus thank you for Nana and all these things. But she's learned that if you just pray a long time, we don't go to bed. <laughs> so she's thanking God for everything she can think of. Some things that are fictional, some things that are not. Um, yeah. Yeah, She's they're soaking it in. They're soaking, yeah, they're nice. soaking it in.
1: The yeah. greatest reward when I go and help in the two-year-old class, because she's still in there, she'll AMS. move up this year, um, is a smile from her because she's always studying. She's taking everything in. She's watching. But when she smiles, I'm like, yes, that made my day. <laughs> yeah, I think Emma That's and fun. I
2: are, are, I think she got, I think Sam got some of Jennifer's um, very organized, I need to think in this logical Linear way. mind. Mm-hmm. Right. And Emma is, I, one thing I hear a lot from people at work that is, is like they can't tell what's on my mind. Because at work, I, I, I'm a very, I'm a cut up by nature, big time. But at work, I feel like, I have to maintain a certain poise because I have to be in a position with the student body to help teachers. Right. And if I'm mm-hmm. just right. loosey goosey cut up, then I'm not going to be in that position. So, um, and so Emma can do that too. Yeah. She's kind of in this, like, you can't read, uh-huh. she's really dry and uh-huh. you can't read her, but she's a goof. I mean, yeah. at home, she is the goof. She likes it. to turn it. cartwheels and do silly things and yeah.
1: I can't wait to watch them like grow up into I know. all the elementary activities so and all those things. Sam yes. goes First to I kindergarten,
2: was. and I'm so excited um, to to get some feedback on him. Like, yeah. what does the teacher see? Because I see dad stuff. Like, man, I'm proud of you. you. Did great. Or put that down before I knock you out. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just interested to see how, like how does yeah. he how does he get along and yeah. how, how have we done so far? Yeah. <laughs> does, yeah. does he function?
0: Oh, I'm sure. It'll be great. It will be good. We'll see. Well, Josh, thank you for being here. Thank you for all that you do at work and uh, how you help and support your school. It probably makes a bigger difference than you realize. Um, Listeners, if you like what you hear on this podcast, we would love it if you would like and review this. This just helps get people um, noticing our podcast so more people can hear what you like. So, anyways, hope you know that God's grace is sufficient for you.